I want to talk about. I'm in my last episode. Uh, I talked about a role model and how singers, musicians, and all is not role models. But I'm about to talk about another area about people what people see on television and people want to be and act what they see on television and it's entertainment people and maybe this is for the younger crowd I really don't have that much younger crowd that actually listens to me because I guess you know they want to hear about bettering themselves some people don't some people do but I'm going for really the young crowd on this one or maybe the older crowd maybe you're 40 50 years old and and you know trying to act like you're 18 and 19 year old breaking up your bones and stuff but let's talk about that what we see in his music videos that's fantasy what you hear what they're talking about selling drugs fast women and all that that's for your entertainment a lot of these rappers lie a lot of them never been to the hood let's get it straight they got something who grew up in the hood now, don't get me wrong but most of them don't know that that hood life they never sold dope they never struggled you know, they never struggled and all that because mom and dad both worked. You know, they might live in the hood because that was probably maybe because it was cheaper. Because they got people who actually live in the hood that could afford to live in a good neighborhood. But they don't want to move out. Some people think that's dumb, dumb as hell. You know, if you got a chance to move out, move out. Hey, then a lot of people don't want to move out their surroundings. That's where all their family at. And they just want to live there and know they could afford to live in two, three, three or half a million dollar house. But they just don't want to move. They had their right to. I ain't got nothing against them. You know, and everybody know that person. They hard worker. They ain't going to really mess with that person. Or rob him. Or do anything, you know, to his family. Because all of he grew up with all the people. That'd be right, robbing your cousin, robbing your homeboy, or robbing, you know, maybe his mom, I mean, his mother, his grandma been, you know, been helping everybody in the hood and, you know, making plate lunch and doing, you know, um, trying to help people to pay bills, and, you know, and he gained that respect throughout the neighborhood. But, you know, that's getting off the subject. Let's talk about these videos. How you see all these women and making all this money. People don't make money like that selling drugs and all that. All that for people who's big timing. Because they got, you know, they got people who sell drugs and, and broke as hell. 
So, you know, all they selling drugs just because they see that on a video mm -hmm. and that's what they supposed to do. That's the only way they could get out the neighborhood or uh, better themselves is by selling drugs because they give them, them, them stupid excuses of why they can't get a job is because they feel that the white man is bringing them down. No. That's some bullshit. You know, I hear that from people who Caution. don't want work. Red light camera. You know what I'm saying? I'm I, I'm a black male. I'm a black African-American man. I ain't never you used that stupid ass excuse that the white man is keeping me down. No, if I don't if I if if I go get high or I'm in and I got drugs in my system and I gotta go take a drug test, I'm not gonna get a job. Because I got drugs in my system. The white man didn't put drugs in my system. I went and got the drugs. So people want to, that's the thing about it. People want to sit there and say this and that. If I have drugs in my system, I'm going to fail a drug test. I don't do drugs, but think about that. If you do drugs... And you go get a drug test to go for a job. That was not the white man. That was your dumb ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that was your dumb ass. So people need to stop with this stupidness. When you go for an interview, you don't go to an interview with a muscle shirt on and your pants hanging off your ass. How you expect to get a job? Think about that. You go there presentable. A nice shirt, some nice passes, some nice shoes. Well, if you can't get shoes, get some used or no way, go with the shoes you got. And they're going to say, man, how you come? Tell them. I need a job. I'm broke. So at least they can look at it and say, hey, you know, his shirt was all right. His, his passes was all decent. And he came there with messed up shoes. At least he's determined. He let us know offhand. He needs a job. Because he's broke. Think about that. You got to show, hey, you got to be honest. Hey, I'm broke because I need a job. And it's all I got. So I'm trying my I'm trying my hardest so I can go out there and get a job. Be honest with the employee. Hey, I'm not going to have, you need to let them know, hey, I'm not coming there with the thing that this is what I am got to wear. Because I ain't got no money. I'm broke. I need a job. I can get to work. You gotta let them know. Cause they, they ain't gonna they that's all good. They, you know, that you're broke, but they need to know that you can get to work. Tell them I'm broke and I got to get to and I and I gotta get I, I got a transportation to get to work. If I got to walk to get to work, that's what I'm gonna have to do. But you got to be show some initiative. But that's what you got to do. Show some initiative. So I, I just, I know, I know I'm, talk, I'm going off the subject, but what you see, these beautiful women, big butt, big breasted, they, these type of women that's not hanging out in the hood, you know? They're not hanging out in your neighborhood, you know, just, oh, let me just walk outside and, 
I'm gonna just have my pants. I mean, just looking all pretty and make it up. That, that don't work. That don't go like that. No. That's all. You know, this is entertainment. This is a show for. You know, this is entertainment for you. You know, like just to get like the people to get watch the videos and you know see all this fakeness and and all this other stuff. So stop. You know, and then. These people don't live these lives that you talk about. Maybe they got some, you know, on, on a, uh, you know, maybe they got, uh, you know, maybe I say out of all the rappers in the world, you know, you might have a good, you know, they got a couple thousand, you might have a good hundred, two hundred actually live the life, live that life of drugs and pimping women and all that, but most of it's lies. You know, or they know somebody. Some people never even been to the hood. They just, they, you know, they they ride around and see. They might have some friends that live in the hood, and they told them their stories. And what they did, they turned it into music. So about 60, 80% of them lie. Because you got to think about it. When you lie, you got to keep the lies up and... All that sooner or later, then they start, you know, when they do an investigation, they find out you ain't been, you ain't been, you've been telling lies. Your mama might be a doctor. Your daddy might own a business. Don't know what the hood is. You went to college. So, you know, all that's just a bunch of BS for entertainment. So, hey, stop trying to live. Don't try, don't try to see. hey, I want to be like him. Because he's living that life, selling dope, doing all that and making all these money and having these fast women. No, they're all lies. It's BS for you to be, oh, let me keep buying this music because he's so cool and all that. No, they're not role models and they're lying to you. If you actually go and, and, and actually see them in real life, some of them are educated. So if you ever actually see their children, they cheer in public, they go to private school. So they tell you they're living in life and they're still living in the hood. They're lying to you because they most of the time their children are going to private school and they're very educated and well-mannered. And know why? Because you're paying for it. You're paying for it because you're, you know, you're listening to the lies they're telling you. You know, I'm not doubting that some people was out there struggling, selling dope. I'm not doubting that. I'm not taking that away from them. But a lot of them ain't did all that. We got all these people, all these rappers, all these singers selling dope. What the hell? So I'm I'm gonna pause for a second, but you know you just had to I had to give y'all a little breather for all that. Oh my god, I didn't know that. Yes, 
Yes, I want you to feel that. Let that soak in. I tried to give you seconds for you to just sink that in. Because that life they say they're living, no, that's not an everyday occurrence. Oh, wow, they might want to go spend money at the strip joint and spend thousands of dollars at the strip joint. Wow. You know? Because know why? Not every you, you got to keep the appearances up. You know? You can, how can you be a rapper and you're not walking around with gold chains and, you know, you ain't walking around here with a two or $300,000 vehicle and stuff like that. You know, oh, they're going to think you ain't real. But you, who are you really playing? Yourself. Cause you're trying to live a life that you don't that you never lived before. Sooner or they gonna kiss out. It's most stressful trying to live a life I'm a life of fantasy than actually being your own person and and rapping and rapping about stuff. Cause they know why, cause they don't sell. Hell, let me go rap about education and taking care of your kids. You know you think that shit gonna sell? Fuck no, it ain't gonna sell. Nobody don't that ain't gonna sell. Oh, this new rap out here, he's talking about taking care of your kids and going to college. They don't give a fuck about that shit. Huh? They don't, they don't care. They wanna worry about the dope selling in the feds women and beating the women. That's what they worried about. That ain't fucking cool. You think that's cool? Selling dope? Beating women? That ain't cool. That's nowhere from cool. What kind of thrill you get out of that, man? That ain't no thrill. Because you're going around there selling dope. You know, selling dope. Destroying the neighborhood. And then at least if you're destroying the neighborhood. I mean, if you got everybody on... Thing they're giving back on the community. How they giving back in the community is still fucked up. Damn. So it's just I had to I just had this feeling. I'm tired of people trying to look at these people as idols and and, and idols and role models and thinking that's cool. Hey, when I grow up, I'm going to sell dope. Hey, yo, I want to be a, be do all this. No. That's the difference. Because back in the day, in the, in the 80s, people rapped because of their situation. Because they was in poverty. And they wanted to get it out. And they wanted a future. You know, that was how it was in the 80s and stuff. They was rapping, a break dancing. Because it was an art form. Now, it's just a bunch of idiots talking about they want to sell dope all day and do shit. Yeah, you know, tell you stupidest. Yeah, be like me. Have a bunch of women and make a lot of babies and shit. Make a lot of babies. And then, and then, unless, and then, and then I don't pay child support. And then they're on the government assistance. And then whoever working and paying them taxes, you got to take care of them. Really? That's that's you know that that that's not cool. That ain't cool. Hey, 
Look at this jackass. Who wants to go around taking care of somebody's children? Most people don't want to take care of themselves. Why in the hell would they want to take care of somebody else's children? So that's the life you want to live? Huh? Being a deadbeat father with no job, still living with mama and blowing smoke up your own ass and other people talking about how you getting, 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 I mean, getting played and the white man that won't give you a job. Nobody wants to hear that bullshit. Get off your motherfucking ass and get a job. Nobody wants to hear that shit of, of excuses. You are grown ass man talking about about somebody keeping you down. When you are when you a child, you do what you can. When you a man, you do what you want. You go out there and make something happen. You don't sit there and complain and 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 bitch. Nobody wants to hear that shit. They want to see how man how you if you a man and you supposed to come from think about it think of where you came from you came from slavery you were brought over there you want to still complain think about it even though it was a bad thing use it as a motivation the determination to get away from it you came from being abused and thing there so you should want more for yourself that should make you have the in your blood for the hustle of the hustle of trying to get out there, get a job, be more than a typical stereotype. Then somebody tell him, hey, that's what he's going to do. No, prove people wrong. He got out the hood. He went to college, took care of his kids. I mean, got, got married, had a wife, and took uh, put his kids in college. Instead of somebody to say, oh, he just going to be another person selling dope or dead or in jail. No, it don't run that way. That ain't life. You're just getting stereotyped and letting people bring you down with the foolishness. You need to rise up against it. Stop letting people dictate your life. And be something. But no. You can tell the men from the mice, all oh, they sit back and just complain and talk about this and that. You need to wake up, take care of your kids, get a job, and move out of your mama's house for everybody. Because nobody wants to hear that stuff. You can't say you need a, you can't say that you want a good woman if you're not a good man. So think about that. Stop coming with excuses and blaming it on everybody but yourself. You need to rise to the occasion. Stop pointing the finger. Yes, yeah, slavery was bad, but you need to rise up. You don't see me out there complaining. Yeah, I don't want to work every day, but know what? That's what I got to do. I work at a minimum wage. I work at fast food. 
I deliver pizza. And I don't live in a bad neighborhood. It's diverse. I own more than one house. But I work at a fast food restaurant. Because know why? People told me I could never do it. But I did it. I proved them wrong. So, never say you could never do it. I'm going to leave y'all with that. So, I want y'all to subscribe to it. Donate. Favorite. Share it. Subscribe to it. Donate. Favorite. Share it. Peace. I seen, I was looking on the internet and I seen something that might help people, you know, with this pandemic going. And it, it's called nausea uh, filters. And, you know, I'm not getting sponsored by it or nothing like that, but I just feel it would help you, you know, with all the, what's going on with colds and, and allergies and sinus. Because, like, I, you know, I like to be writing stuff down and thinking, and I'm like, wait a minute, somebody should come up with some nose filters. And I'm sitting now. I said, let me Google first. And I looked, they had them. So, all right, cool. You know, I, I, I'm like, hey, I want to try to do, but I should get it's it's a pleasing people. Somebody gonna think of something. It's hard right now. It's hard to try to invent something that you got to cost a lot of money. But I seen this. I mean, like I seen it. So I went Google. You know, I mean, I wanted to create something like that. But I went Google and found out they had it. So I, all right, back to the drawing board. You know how you write all your ideas and then you start Google start googling and you're like hey i want to try to vent some nose filters i already had no filters i didn't know that so i might cross that out already been invented but i seen it so i want to share it with y'all because i want to share it with y'all because at the end of the day people gonna need it because if you got sinus if you have allergies or anything type like that put it in your nose they got disposable ones I've seen, and I think they might have reusable ones where you can wash it out and all that other stuff. But like it says, your nose is a natural filter for toxins. But sometimes your nose can't always filter everything. Something going to get through. You know, that's how you get colds and flus and corona, all that nine yards. So... No, I mean, so nausea filters. They sell it at different things, but I'm going to put a link to it. You know, yeah, you know, I get a little percentage when I put that little link up. But I'm going to put it on there, and y'all could go check it out. You know what I'm saying? Try it. They even got something for putting your nose while you're, uh, while you're sleeping to stop snoring. So, you know, you could go to the link. I'm going to have that for this for, you know, filthy nose when your daily thing. If you want to go look for some other stuff cool. I appreciate it. 
you know, this is one way, you know, this could help you in the pandemic with flu. Now, you know, people probably really don't know nothing about it, about the nose filters and stuff. Uh, nozzle, well, they call it nozzle uh, filters, you know, sound, you know, professional instead of nose. But check it out, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm going to I'm I'm check them out too. I'm going to get them, try to get oh, it yeah. myself. Red light camera. Get it all, you know, through Amazon, whatever. Oh, I think it's out of Amazon or Walmart, but if you want to get it through Amazon, I'm going to have a link there. And y'all could buy it through. I get a little commission, whatever. Because, you know, by being a, a, you know, you sign up so you can get percentage. And, uh, you know, check it out. Because, ah, shit, I want to try to vent it. But when I Googled it, people already created it. Cool. So, you know, I like, you know, I try to write stuff down. If you got it, you know, then you try to look more into it. And, you know, you find out, damn, all right, back to the drawing board. Because when I was young, I wanted to be a venter. But it costs money. You know, if you ain't got no money, if you don't know people who got money, if wouldn't invest on you, you ain't hitting on nothing. You know, nowadays you go on Kickstarter or with the Indigo, yeah, Indigo, whatever, and hopefully, you know, they invest in you. If they don't like your idea, you still ain't, you still, you know, and then you got to give them a free product, you know, so it is what it is. You know, give them a, not a free product. You, you know, basically they invest in you. And you give them a product. But hopefully, you know, because think about it, if you're making no money, you ain't hitting on nothing either. But I'm going to put that in there so y'all could, y'all might like it. You know, get extra protection because they got a lot of germ fur, I mean, um, um, germ full people here, and that helped you where you want. That's another way of keeping toxins out your body. Your nose already do it, so then you're getting double filtered. You know, it's coming through the filter. It's being, I mean, you know, 99.9%. And then your nose going to do it. So you're getting a double filter on that. You know, on that. So I just wanted to share that with you. You know, I just wanted to share that with y'all about the nose filters. Oh, yeah, with the nose filters. So, you know, share that with somebody. Uh, You know, because, uh, you know. Like I said, your health is the most important thing. Once you lose that, you're going down the drain. So, so stay, stay healthy in this type of uh, thing. Check it out. Go share it with different people. Like I say, subscribe to me. Uh, donate. Favorite. And uh, and share it. You know, try to let's try to save as much people we can from this cold and pandemic thing. Thank y'all. So I'm going to want to talk about how we lost the great actor today. And that was Sean Connery. And I'm just scanning through what I just seen that we, we, we lost him. He was a, a good actor. Um, and, and I liked his movies that he was playing in. And that was a big time shocker to me. To know that we lost the actor like that, cause I'm scanning through Facebook, and I'm gonna read something. Sean Connery, the acclaimed actor who skyrocketed to fame from his ironic role as James Bond, has died. Fox News confirmed he was 90. The Scottish act, 
uh, act of family confirmed his death to Fox News in a statement. His rep. Via his rep. He died peacefully in his sleep surrounded by family. Connery rep tells Fox News on behalf of his wife, Michelle Roburn, and her and his two sons, Jason and Stephen, a private summary would be held. His family said, following by a memorial yet to be planned once the coronavirus pandemic has ended. Connery's death was first reported to BBC on Saturday. He died overnight in the Bahamas, where he was known to be living his final years. Connery was an international star, having earned a an Academy Award, multiple uh, global, multiple global awards, including the CB the Mellon and Heriton Award, as well as two British Academy Film Awards. One of his most memorable roles was as the first actor to tackle the character the character of James Bond on the silver screen, beginning with 1960 Dr. No. His own notable um, films include The Untouchables, The Rock, Murder on Oriental Express. After Dr. No, Connery appeared in six more Bond films, From Russia with Love, Goldfinger, Thunderbolt, You Only Live Twice, Diamonds of Forever, and never say never again. Bomb uh, movie producer Michael J. William, uh, Wilson and Barbara Broccoli re released a statement Saturday via James Bond official t uh, Twitter account. We are devastated by the news of the passing of Sir Sean Connery. He was and always shall be remembered as the original James Bond whose indelicent interest into cin <coughs> cinema history began when he announced those unforgettable words, the name James, James Bond. He revolutionized the world with his gritty and witty portrayal of a sexy, charismatic secret agent, said the producers. He is undoubtedly largely responsible for the success of the film series, and we shall be forever grateful to him. Sean and uh, countering other films include Indiana Jones and The uh, Last Crusade, The Hunt of Red October, Winning the Lion, Man Who Would Be King, and Finding Foster. It was his role in Brian De De Pazima, The Untouchable in 1986 that earned him a supporting acting Oscar. In 1999, Connor was chosen as People Magazine's Sexist Band of the Century, and one year later, he was knighted by Queen Elizabeth II. Born Thomas Sean Connery in what is Ellerberg, Scotland, on August 25th. 1930. He was the son of a fact worker and a domestic cleaner. According to BBC, he was raised in humble upbringings in one room of a residence with a shared toilet and no hot water. Connor left school at the age of 13 and eventually joined the Royal Navy, but stomach ulcers reported cut that short. He was once a truck driver in a lifeguard before he posed as a model in his hometown. A Bodybuilder with looks that didn't go unnoticed by those around him. Connery won a Mr. Universe competitor in London in 1953. It was just one year later he reported began dabbled in acting. 
Connery's first acting role took place in 1954 for Slips in the Spring. He also held minor roles on TV before his lead role came in 1957, Blood Money. In 1958, he starred opposed to Lena Turner in Another Time, Another Place. Connery's acting career would later take off and set him on the path of international stardom. On May 8, 1962, came the release of his first film as James Bond in Dr. In Dr. No. He went on to complete four mobile films in the, it's in the 60s. From Russia with Love in 1963, Goldfinger in 1964, and 1965, Thunderball in 1967, You Only Live Twice. Connor reported struggling with being typecast of his roles as Bond and and while he turned down a role for on our on Her Majesty's Secret Service, he did return for Diamonds Are Forever in nineteen seventy one. His final James Bond song was Never See Never. Sean Lee but behind his wife and his sons james and stephen connor he was known to shun the hollywood lifestyle preferring a quiet life away from the spotlight with robust her. the pair wed in 1975 connor was married to what is uh diane Sipoy for 11 years the pair wed in 1962 and divorced in 1973 made an allegation of his affair of being violent towards her all right, all right. That's what they had on them, and uh, to me, you know, I'm gonna put it like this. That's what they had in red to it, and I wanted to share it with that. But to me, I think he was just a all around actor. I think he was a, a gentleman and all that, and I think he was the the what I see in the movies. I, lo I loved it. So he, you know, like I said, he was an international star and. I just love watching his different movies and stuff like that. So my condolences to his family, and I hope the best. And I just wanted to share that, you know. So I'm gonna put this on my on my podcast, and I just wanted to share with y'all, you know, about you know he's a great man leaving. You know, he I guess he did his movies. He he brought entertainment to us, and you know now he's he's gone. So, I just wanted to share this with y'all. Um, uh, check, you know, like I said, you can check out my, uh, I mean, you know, please subscribe. I mean, you know, share my stuff. I'm going to say like this. Uh, please subscribe, donate, share it. Listen, listen to my past episodes and share it. Say it again. Please subscribe, donate favorite listen to my past episodes and share it peace